Hi, DJ. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm feeling a little rough today. Oh um, yeah, you still sick? Yeah, no, I'm not sick. But last night, my 40 year old ass decided. Listen, I'm like working through some things. Okay, <laughs> I'm working through. I'm like deconstructing um, sure. the way I was raised and modesty culture and. Uh, so last night I decided to be a go-go dancer at a club nice. for the first time ever. And nice. it was a blast. I had a blast, but I am hurting today. I feel yeah. right here and right now, like I might want to die and I might actually, <laughs> <laughs> last night was fun. <laughs> yeah. This, this yeah. is a great podcast to be on if you're going to die. Oh, I was like, to be a go-go dancer? Sure. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to die. Yeah. Die from go-go. Oh. Death, death by go-go. Man, that sounds like a Rob Zombie movie. It, oh, it does. Yep. Yeah. I bet there's some people who would sign up for that, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, how are you, DJ? I'm great. I'm great. Hanging out. Uh, falls here. It is October 1st. Um... Fields when we're or... recording, who knows when it's coming out, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, we should just go ahead and put them out. Fuck them. All right. I had the same thought, so I'm glad we're on the same. Not fuck them, but fuck it. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, do it. Let's do it. Um, okay. Two in a bag, that's good. That's good enough. <laughs> that's good enough for Let's me. Let's call it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not out here. Uh, this one thing is like a of course, like, uh, you know, I'm on a couple of podcasts and do a couple other things, and then we're about to get on the road and stuff again. And uh, people are like, Well, like, how do you deal? Like, how do you deal with that? And I'm just like, I don't, I, I want people, I want to be able to tighten. I, I love for people to enjoy things, but like, it'll come out, we'll do it, or we won't, you know what I'm saying? And like, We'll all, we'll all go on living and being happy and fucking go-go dancing and growing <laughs> stuff. And, like, you know, I have no pressure. I have no pressure. Like, my ability to not, to, like, want to be, like, at fucking point zero with, like, zero identity, zero self, zero, like, just, just like, a fucking leaf in the fucking breeze. It, I, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm working on it. That's what I'm working on, the deconstruction of complete ego annihilation. And I'm doing pretty good. You sound, sound like you're well on your way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good for you. That yeah. sounds a little bit like you're describing disassociation, but is that the No, same thing? I do that. I do that. I used to do that, but that's a totally different thing. That's oh. a totally different thing. Like when you're dissociative or when I'm dissociative, um, oh, wow, that's a... That's a, that's a, a, it's almost like plugging into a reality that's an alternative reality and not the absence of reality, if anybody can uh, dig that. Oh, well, maybe I've been doing that. I don't know. Plugging into an alternative than the absence of? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I've yeah. definitely been doing something. Yeah. Yeah. It takes well, a long time. It takes a long time to work through trauma. Years. And then you see keep on accruing it. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh wow, just from being alive. In this fucking oh, economy wow. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, uh, welcome back everybody to uh, episode O two of Life with Death and Dirt. Yeah. I'm Rosie. I'm a nurse, but now I just want to be a go-go dancer. This is DJ. He's done a lot of things in his life, and he just wants to be a leaf that has no awareness, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I just want to ride the breeze, man. But not in a frou-frou way, just in a way that, like, you don't even, like, you might, you might see it and not even, not even really just be like, eh. I don't know. A leaf that's not aware, an unaware leaf. Are leaves aware? Hey, you know what? This is a great, uh, they great, might be. Uh, yeah, they're totally aware. Yeah, of course they yeah. are. Of course they are. Oh my god, I'm gonna start spiraling if we start talking about sentient vegetation. Well, um, shit. I mean, 
I think that that's a that's a good uh, segue into uh, what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today, DJ? I thought we were talking about soil versus dirt, but I might be wrong in our end of life plans. Yes, that's thank you for reminding me of that part. Yes, soil versus dirt. So DJ and I both have gotten very hyper fixated into gardening. And uh, when you do that uh, in a homesteading type of style, a lot of people are starting to understand that the health of the soil is is really important. And our modern uh, farming practices do not take into account the health of the soil. Mm -hmm. Correct. Correct. Correct at all. Uh, or the, uh, you know, and, and just to be clear to, to everyone out there, uh, soil has a, is alive. It has a living ecosystem inside of it. And um, it can be uh, manufactured. Like you could, you can, you can make soil building it from its very smallest, like, molecule into a full healthy living organism and that's wild right by mm -hmm. just using like some leaf mold some brown sugar and uh you know uh, a little bit of salt and stuff and, and letting it cook just basically you could you could build soil you could build a living ecosystem that will help plants survive. dirt on the other hand is dead mm -hmm. as i understand it you might have a different understanding of it no, that's the okay. same as what I understand. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So dirt is a component of soil. Mm -hmm. So soil, soil is a, uh, I can't think of the word, but it's a mixture of many, many different components that are, some are dead. A lot are alive. If you have healthy soil, a lot of it is alive, like fungus and bacteria mm -hmm. um, and bugs and microbes. Uh, and dirt is, I think, what is it? Well, it's basically... Yeah, it's Man. like a minerals. Like here's I was I was this is what it was really cool is like dirt is what you get on your hands and on your clothes. Mm -hmm. And soil is like the building the, the building block the nutrients in the in the in the full uh the, the living e ecosystem of what's in the ground. And yeah. that's how I understood it. Yeah, same. And I, I was thinking about like another way to describe it to people. The reason we're focusing on this is because DJ and I only learned in the last couple of years that there's yeah. a difference between dirt and soil. And um, right. I think a lot of people who maybe haven't gardened or are just starting to get into it don't understand that. So right. soil is like if you went out to a wooded area and you started digging in the woods and there's all that really good, like it's moist and it's dark. You can smell moist. it. You can yeah. It's um, it looks really healthy. That's soil. There's bugs in it. There's little mm -hmm. pieces of um fungus in it. And then dirt would be like if you went out to a dirt driveway, and if you right. dug into a driveway and you tried to plant a plant there, that plant would die because it doesn't have the nutrients and the the ecosystem of the soil to to make it thrive. Right. So that's another way to think of the difference. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, and that's exciting. Like that was so exciting to me because like I remember being a kid and seeing people who had I, I they would have dirt for sale and it's like filler dirt, you know what I mean? But I always thought that was so funny. But then I realized like there's definitely uh when you're building like certain structures and stuff like that, especially in construction or like what you said, a driveway, a uh uh any kind of like, you know, I they do put dirt and like uh different types of uh gardens or like a stone stuff and like stuff like that anyway well, i thought it was so funny and then you see soil people selling soil and like be like like what like mm -hmm. what are people like what are these idiots out here buying this for then you realize oh here's somebody has built like a strong uh foundation for like life you know what I mean? And and when you're gardening, you want that strong, like you've got to have that strong foundation, like, and the stronger and the, and the more alive that ecosystem is and the more than like when you put those seeds inside of it, the, 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 the more you're going to get out of it, especially if it doesn't have any chemicals in it, like that, you know, miracle grows. It's so scary. You know, it's not really soil. It's not really anything. It's like chemicals and fucking, it's like, it's weird. Somebody way smarter than me can break that down for people, but like 
that's as far as I know about that. <laughs> about that's about as far as I know as well. We could definitely have, um, we've got some friends of the pod and friends of yeah. friends in real life um, who could explain that better. Probably Slob. He does a lot of really interesting yes, gardening. He's very knowledgeable. Yeah. So um, let's, let's invite him on soon. For sure. Um, so there's another thing I wanted to talk about with uh, how just, I just recently learned the difference between, between dirt and soil. Also, I don't know about you, but when I was in the public school system in America, for some reason, it was in my mind that plants make all of their food from so photosynthesis. Like yes. we learned about photosynthesis. And so mm -hmm. I thought, yeah, they just need the sun. I didn't realize, yeah. no, that's one of the ways that they make food, but they need a healthy uh, nourished soil that they can also draw up nutrients from. Yeah. But in my mind, it was like, yeah, plants make all their food from the sun. It's called photosynthesis. And I just thought that was a hundred percent how they grew. Yeah. And then you, and then you go, like, well, what's the, at the very second that you start putting that, uh, you put that seed in that soil, then those seeds start to feed on those nutrients and, and, take the nutrients out of that soil and that's why it needs watering and and for uh, fertilization and things like that you don't realize like what like a, a a real a real testament to to life like how you are like feeding it and feeding life and like it's mind-blowing like it i it is one of my favorite things to see like my okra is still given and it's crazy. And, and, uh, I don't know how. Uh, oh, I was I, just I, thinking about your okra the other day that you've made up in that fryer. Oh, it's so good. Anyway. Yeah. yeah it, I yeah. was thinking about it. <laughs> uh, nice, nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. My air fryer instant pot, dude, I'm telling you, like it changed the game so much. Uh, as long as you've got a, a place where you have like electricity or like a generator, dude, you could eat fucking, you can eat good. It's like, it's no more. It's no more of that. That slant. even though I do like a good a, a good wood fire to, uh, but we haven't done one of those in a while. Anyways, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's so wild that like being able to fertilize your soil, watch your soil, watch your plants grow. All you know, you're feeding it. Uh, it it's feeding the environment and then feeding you, which is going back. You know, it's so wild. You know, we we use Nessie's. Uh, litter uh to uh her 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 manure to uh to make fertilizer out of we make a lot of fertilizer out of her stuff and it's so crazy like feeding her a tomato or us eating a tomato and then like just watching that yeah i trip out on it for hours dude i just i i just think it is so it's so beautiful it's um uh, i don't know i don't know I, here's I, I, I we're probably not teaching anybody anything i'm just swooning over my goat poop that's inside me right now running through my veins going away, going away. <laughs> uh, yeah. i think that well what you're what you're describing and i could see it on your face too because you're like truly smiling when you talk about this yeah, is, yeah, yeah, um, yeah it sounds like you've kind of stepped back into the ecosystem and somebody yes. somebody on tiktok this young like gen z person on tiktok uh blew my mind when she was talking about how as humans, I mean, this is something that she read in a book, but she was like, as humans, we've been kind of like disengaged from the ecosystem. So we see ourselves as uh, outside or on top of this ecosystem that's that's taking place, the ecosystem of the earth um, mm -hmm. that kind of takes place. And then we see ourselves as like not a part of that, but just like outside of it or or dominating it. Mm -hmm. um, she's like, that's not what our what we've evolved to do we are a part of the ecosystem but modern society uh modern life has led us to to look at it in a different way and oh, it sounds absolutely. like and so that's making us really depressed because we're we're like disconnected from the system that we should be well it's crazy to. it's crazy to me because like on the rare occasion that i have to go into a city now Ugh. i i notice i notice the <laughs> amount of like the lack of shape you know, it's all squares. But when I walk through my yard, there's nothing. There's nothing in a square. There's nothing. Everything oh, uh -huh. spirals. Everything looks and, and everything looks alien. And it does because of, we grew up 
in in the land of squares. You know what I mean? In the land of like rectangles and like sharp edges and like this very brutal metallic. Which though some plants, like if you look on the inside of a of a sunflower, especially as it's blooming and it start it starts to turn open. Oh my God, man! It's the most alien thing ever. It's like, and it and it feels alien. It feels foreign, and of course it does, because we are the people of the squares, right? And growing up, if you're not growing your own sunflowers, if you go right. to get some flower seeds, you go into a square store and you buy a yeah, square, hey, package, square bag, and, yeah, 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 square yeah. plastic bag, yeah. And it's just like it's just the amount of shape and color that's in nature, especially right now. I mean, like, I don't know if you can tell, but it's definitely getting Beautiful. fall around this motherfucker. And it's just like, you just want to die every day. I, I wouldn't trade it for the, for the fucking world, man. I'll never go die. back. You'll I'll, never... I'll never go back to the city. I'll They'll never, never take me alive. Yeah, yeah, you'll never get me, bastard. Um, But yeah, yeah, man. What a, what a, what a wonderful, what a strange, what a strange environment. Yeah, but it's so full of life. It's all full of life. And like in a land full of like planned obsolescence and living in a, in a, in a like that's another thing. It's like, oh man, we're buying these things. You know what planned obsolescence is, right? For those of you guys, people Where they make know, things planned, that break on purpose. They make things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Apple phone is like, the iPhone is like a, a great, just, oh my God. What a great uh, example of that. It's so crazy. Anyway, um, but everything to say, yeah, they make things in order, right? You know, the air, the, not the air fryer, but the uh, the uh, Instapot actually went bankrupt because it was such a good product. Oh, no, but, they made a terrible business move, didn't they? Yes, they did. Oh. They made such a good product that they ended up <laughs> losing money. It's uh -huh. like... And it's uh it's a uh, it's such an amazing thing. So as soon as I heard that, I went out and got one, and I'm I'm not I'm made the great. But um, aside from that, I can't I can't tell y'all how much I recommend the Instapot and the fucking air fryer. Anyway, it's just I'm a fucking dude. I'm I'm just I'm a I'm obsessed now. Um. So but, you mentioned uh, uh, you mentioned something about that I thought was interesting. Uh, the land of the square. So how you know modern society we we're we live in straight rows, straight lines, squares, mm -hmm. and a lot of people, when they're thinking about starting a garden, what's the first thing you do? You go try to find a square spot mm -hmm. where you dig yeah. a rectangle to build a garden yeah. because that's what we've been taught to do. And that's yeah. what our, our modern uh, farming practices, like large farms, they just make straight rows and rows and rows of crops. But the reason they do that is because it's easy to harvest with machines, yeah. um, mostly exactly. with machinery. Um, but the, but you're right. Nature does not ever, ever do that. Nature would never have a bunch of the same exact plant growing in a row. Um, never, never. No. And, and like when you see these like uh, these people who are in the like super into per permaculture, which I hope to one day and they watch how they build their food forest and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's it looks like it looks like chaos. Mm -hmm. It looks like a mess. But it's, yeah. It, like especially at first but like as you see it come to fruition it's like holy shit this is amazing like and like how well it does it's just it's so great we've we've really been uh we've really missed out on a lot of uh really cool shit man we've been lied to we've our entire lives to our entire lives yeah yeah man yeah but uh but uh, you know we're getting it back. We're getting it back. We're trying. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. We're trying. We're gonna have to, like, my, like they're gonna have to stop doing a lot of the farming, that the, the ways that, the, that they're farming now. Uh, uh, they're they're just gonna be forced to have to do that due to the fucking soil conditions and the changing climate and everything. So there's gonna have to be something. Um, so they're gonna have to figure out something, and that's another thing that's so crazy when you realize, like, oh, the soil's dying. Yeah, man, they used it all up. It's like it can die. It can just become, you know, you think about the Dust Bowl and how th during those times that that was just nothing could grow. It was, it was, there was nothing like that. The 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 ground had been, uh, it well, for several reasons burned but, uh, to dirt. Yeah. 
we killed the yeah. soil enough that it turned into dirt again yeah and you can't grow anything in it and it seems that it's, it's hard to understand that uh especially if you think soil and dirt are the same thing if they seem synonymous to you as it does to a lot of people as it's fun to me but like understanding now it's like oh you sucked it all up oh. you used it all up you killed the soil and you gave it nothing but chemicals oh you dirty fucking dumb bastards I know we've talked about this before. Uh, I don't know whether it's me or you or like this, uh, whoever, but like it's so crazy like to hear people make an argument um, about like, okay, yeah, climate change exists, but it's always existed and there's nothing you can do about it. It's like, wrong. I can tell you one thing you can do about it not blow up a mountaintop, you dumb motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? That's a good start. How about not not dumping fucking toxic fucking materials into your water? That's one thing you might be able to do, Mr. Fucking Smarty Pants. You know what I'm saying? That's a good you keep moving your head side to side and your hair is flopping from side to side. Yeah. Sorry. It's perfect. No, it's perfect. Uh, no, I I'm agree. To, no, keep it out. No, don't cover it I'm up. Trying to be more respectable these days. Why? Why? Uh, because I'm trying Where? to uh, demolish, demolish my myself, the sense of self. All forms of identity must go. I'm going to be walking around in a, like a white tunic and a shaved head with ashes on my. On you my know head. what? You are you are destined to become the cult leader that you're destined to become, DJ. <laughs> I guarantee you, if you shave your head and you walk around in a white tunic, you will have followers. I will be the first one and you will have more. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. But I won't oh. even know. I won't even know anything. I'll just be a leaf in the wind. Y'all be following oh. a, a, a leaf in the wind. Great. Don't, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Oh my goodness. So, uh, yeah. So that's the difference between dirt and soil. The quick and dirty mm -hmm. version of it and yeah, 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 yeah. dj and i are both very enthusiastic we're both sincere people but we are not experts by any means so if we say something wrong we're sorry we're just medium smart people who get very yeah. excited about things but if we say yeah. something inaccurate just let us know but don't be mean about it because i'm kind of sensitive i don't know about dj but i am so uh we're trying oh. our best to bring you accurate information and if we misspeak sorry I like pretending like I'm, I'm going to tell you the best thing to do is like, don't ever get offended if somebody's something, just make sure you're being like, Oh, I, you know, apologize for it and stuff like that. Make them feel as bad as possible for being a dick. Just be like, just fucking make them feel <laughs> guilty and terrible for it. Don't, don't clap back. Just, just be well. That's what I do to Drew. Mm -hmm. And it'll, and it always works. Does Drew try to make you feel bad? No. Drew, that's 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 me, long oh. con and Drew from them. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, all right. So, dirt versus soil. There's the very very quick and dirty early version. We'll probably talk more and more about it. But essentially, soil has a microscopic ecosystem. Humans mm. are part of a macroscopic ecosystem. What's the term for? You can see it with your eyes. Ooh, yeah, it's a, yeah, macro, yeah, for sure. But like, we're also part of the micro. Ooh, oh, you know, wow, man! It's like once you realize that, like, that's what you know. That's what I'm saying. Like eating the tomatoes, like getting that back, like putting it back in. What my personal waste and whatever like how that affects like it's wild man breathing how we're breathing it's like condensation and it's like there's this really great comic out of Asheville um their name is uh Katie Hughes I believe uh their name is and uh they uh they talk about how we're we're all uh clouds and uh it's really great it's, we're all clouds. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Like how we're breathing and like how this condensation, like how we create clouds and like how this goes back up into the air and the air turns. It's great. It's a great, it's a great joke. It's a great, smart, hilarious joke. And and they're smart and hilarious and great. As a matter oh of gosh. fact, what's their name Richie, again? Their name is uh 
Katie, it, you can find them on uh, uh, Instagram. Uh, it says, whoa, it's cloudy. And they're all about being a fucking cloud. And they're great. They're just great. They're just a great comic and a, uh, a great all-around person. Oh. A nerd. A fucking nerd. But uh, yeah, all yeah. all my trans friends are the biggest dorks in the world. And oh, I love them. God love them. them. Yes. I love it. I love it when my trans friends like dork it down. And it doesn't matter if you're talking about clouds or guns or war. They have the ability <laughs> yeah. to make shit so nerdy. Like it's great. It's great. And uh and Katie's no different. They're they're fantastic. Okay. Katie anyway. Hughes. Wonderful. Thing is, well, oh, it's cloudy. I need to yeah, I need to hear more about this cloud. Mm-hmm. You know what that just made yeah. me think of? Did you know? Okay. So we, you're right. We breathe out CO2, but also condensation. Yes, yes, yes. Like we, we breathe right, out right, right. Uh, moisture, so to yeah, speak. You can see it in the cold. Yeah, right. Exactly. So that gets sucked up into the ground and this guy. How much, okay. How much fluid do you think we breathe out in 24 hours as humans? Because I know the answer Ooh. to this. Speaking you know? of nerds. Yeah. Yeah, nerd, nerd. Yeah, dork it down. Let's hear it. Yeah, let's hear it. What do you think, though? How much fluid? Yeah. Uh, do you in gallons out? or in pints or what? It's not gallons. No. Yeah, it's one cup. Well, I'm, I'm one an idiot. cup. One cup. Yeah, in 24 hours, the average human will breathe off one cup of water, so to speak. So, like, yeah, if you if you go on a mirror and you can see. You know, you can write on a mirror. So one cup in 24 hours is about the average amount of fluid loss that we have from breathing. Wow. Yeah. And that's important when you're a nurse and you have to pay attention to how much fluid people are taking in and putting out. Right. out all that stuff. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And gross. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty gross. It is, yeah. So, um, Yes, humans are certainly part of an ecosystem, and you're right. We are part of a microscopic ecosystem. Uh, oh, for sure. Ooh, so what do you think about after you die? Like, what do you, have you had any thoughts about what you want to happen to your corpse when you die? I think it, I think it all depends on how I die, and I have been thinking about this, and I've thought about it a whole lot. Like, there's lots of different things, like, I think what would probably happen to me, like, say, like, if it's the end of life, I'll definitely be, like, a hospice, and it'll be a thing where I'm at home, and, uh, you know, just get, just get pills, you know, and, uh, and every hour or whatever, take one or whatever with a couple of highballs or whatever the fuck. Probably not that though. Probably something tastier than that. Mm, that's a tasty drink that you can take with morphine or whatever. Take yourself out. That's a good drink. I don't want any alcohol. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Root beer, cranberry juice. Ooh, root beer. Yeah. I'd like a good, yeah, I'd like a good homemade root beer. If I had to order some from this, uh, there's a great place of silver or ginger ale. Mm, nice, nice, nice. A nice ginger ale morphine cocktail. Okay. And uh, what's a good like put on something, some either a rad music or something. Mm-hmm. Know, who, who you want to go out with? Maybe the Beatles' White Album. That seems like a good album to go out to. Uh, it's great vibes. Grew up on that album. Not a huge Beatles fan, but I do love that album. Um, but subject to change. Um, but that's what I'm going with right now. Okay. Uh. uh so this sounds like your plan for if you know that you're dying. If yeah. you know that you're dying, you want to go on hospice yeah. and uh, do it your way, which is what hospice is all about. They want you right. to, if you said, hey, I want to listen to the Beatles album and I want to have ginger ale, um, they would support you in that. And y'all sleep me, slip, slip me a morphine about one every hour. You know what I mean? Until. Okay, until so here's the thing. <laughs> let me Let me talk to you about morphine. So yes, morphine is the gold standard for when people are on hospice, um, uh-huh. but it has a reputation that um, it has, there's misconceptions about it. So hospice okay. does use morphine because it's a, it's one, it's cheap. It's a cheap medication. And here in the United States of America, unfortunately, we have to take that into account. 
Number two, it's not cheap on the street. God no, damn, are you telling no. me that it's not? It's cheap. Are you telling yes. me that it's made manufactured? Oh man, fuck yes. this government. It is. It is very cheap to manufacture. Um, for now, for now, right. I don't know about what's going to happen with climate change and like the opium fields and and where we, right. you know, where we oh, source shit, this from. I've never even thought about that. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. What about Dilaudid? Can I get some like K4s or something like that? You can get all kinds. So it, it, morphine's the gold standard that we'll usually okay, start with for most people. But if for mm -hmm. some reason morphine's not working or if a person can't tolerate it or they're, they have an allergy to it, we can certainly try other, other medications, any of them, um, like Dilaudid or fentanyl. We usually try to only use, um, oral medications or like a transdermal medication we don't try to give people shots if we can avoid it we don't want people to have ivs or have to be giving them shots when they're on sure. no, yeah, to be clear i'm trying to kill myself be um that's clear oh, yeah okay, 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 okay. <laughs> all right cool, cool, cool so cool. hospice cannot help you with that that is not hospice. no i'm not school. asking yeah yeah right, um, right, right but it sounds like you're talking about death with dignity or medically assisted suicide or you're talking about just taking matters into your own hands which some people do well, sure, but with like my homies there, well, with, with right. Dre and like, you know, what I'm saying if like, if I was to find out, hey man, hey buddy, you got like six months, I'd be like, all right, here's what we got to do. Mm -hmm. Let's do this here, 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 and it would be like, you know, jump into bed, take the stuff, watch, listen to some music. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's any movies that I'd want to watch or anything like that on the way out. I could imagine like, you know, putting like a fucking. TV on for background noise. I'm sure a lot of people do that. Just like have a TV on in like the living room or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to do that. I'd want to have some fucking maybe the band. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, yeah, that might be real too. The band would light up. Ah, well, no. When we get there, we'll decide. Anyway, okay. so go ahead about that. So go ahead. So, is gold. so we, yeah, morphine is the gold standard because it's it's cheap, uh, readily available for now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Asterix for now. Um, it works great for pain, obviously, but it's really, really good for shortness of breath. And shortness of breath, although not necessarily painful, is a very distressing symptom for a lot sure. of people. And sure. so we can utilize we utilize morphine because it's excellent for relieving shortness of breath. Um, right. A lot of people, we talked on the last episode about how most people get onto hospice way too late, like way really close to the end of their life. And mm -hmm. so there's a misconception that like, oh, when you go on hospice, they come in and they give you morphine and then you die. Like that's what a lot of people perceive hospice as being. And so then they get nervous thinking that hospice is going in and purposefully killing people, which is um, not what we do. That We would be in jail if we did that. Sure. That sounds like propaganda. <laughs> It is, but unfortunately, a lot of people uh, think that because that's what they've seen is, oh, grandma went on hospice, the hospice nurse came in and gave her morphine died, and yeah. she died, right? When really what happened was grandma was dying for six months before that. Yeah, you wasn't, yes, wasn't getting on, yeah. um, you know, the proper services or didn't have like the true information about her options. So uh, yes, we do utilize morphine, but not everybody on hospice has to use it or wants to use it um, and they don't have to. So please don't think that hospice just brings you morphine and you can, and then gives it to you to make you die on purpose. Oh, no. No, 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 no. I was just speaking about my own personal end of life thing that would have, what, what I, I, I don't think that. I know you don't, but I'm just saying oh, okay. it for anybody listening. Right um, but some people do have the, the feelings that you have, DJ, where they're like, uh, bring me what I need and then I'm going to, I'm going to take the amount of medication that I feel like I need. And what yeah. you need, quote unquote, is different for every person. Okay, um, so, so, yeah, because like I wouldn't want to just pass out and then wake back up. Uh -huh. Like, how would I know? Like, what's the what's the right thing to do? Just keep on. Oh, I can't tell you that. Oh, fuck. No, I'm sorry. I can't tell you that. It's um, no. But when I say people, for every person, cool, that's actually different. really cool. I respect the fuck out of that. I respect the, the fuck out of that. Okay. Um, so every person has a different uh, idea of what of like what comfort is going to be to them. So some people they would prefer to be in more physical discomfort, but much more alert and awake. And um, maybe some people don't really like the way that certain medications make them feel in their head. 
like sleepy or loopy. And so those patients might choose to back off on some of their, their comfort medications. And that's perfectly fine if that's what they want. Other people are like, give me the juice. Like, I want to be totally comfortable. I don't care if I'm sleepy. I don't care if I'm loopy. Um, and then anything in between there. Oh, DJ, you froze. Uh, and your hospice team is going to... Absolutely. Hi, welcome back. So uh, anyway, every person has a different idea of what comfort means to them. And your hospice team should... Uh, be like take that into account so some people they prefer to have um uh, less comfort medications for many different reasons and then other people are are much more open or want way more comfort medications and then anything in between what do you want a lot of comfort medications personally yeah no i'm not trying to be a hero and um I have zero qualms about using comfort meds. I also have zero fear about using comfort meds. That's not uncommon that people are really afraid um, to utilize like morphine or other things because because of the stigma or what they've heard of it. Uh, At death's yeah. door mm -hmm. or just for pain in, in general, just for pain in general or like, listen, I... Uh, I probably for pain in general, but the population I see are people who are on hospice. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's some people that, they're afraid of it or they are afraid they're going to get addicted to it, which I gently, yeah, the face that you're making makes sense. But um, I gently educate people about like, we're not going to give you any doses that um, are going to be harmful to you. A doctor is the one who actually has to prescribe these doses to you anyway. And then it's double checked by a pharmacist and then triple checked by your nurse. And bro, so, you're on hospice. Yeah, we say that, but in, <laughs> in a kind of way. Yeah, we yeah, say that yeah, in a yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. way. Sorry. And sometimes I don't, I I don't say, mean to be callous about it, but like it seems like, like, what do you think, dude? You're, you're, you're going to be a ghost? Like, you're going to be a ghost haunting this motherfucker? Like, dude. People uh, think okay. all kinds of things. <laughs> but, I'm sorry. Yeah, so I we, don't mean we gently educate them. Um, and then sometimes I just straight up say, I'm not concerned about that for you. I'm not concerned about you becoming addicted to this medication. You're taking it for a legitimate reason and you need to take it until it relieves your your symptoms. Man, that just shows you how the brain, how intense it is. Like to be at that point, be like, no, I can't get addicted. Like, it's like, wow, you've been to your core fundamentally Wow. Fundamentally what? Program. You've been programmed. Yeah. Do you not even know what addiction is or how it works? You have no idea. You're like so far removed from that here at this point now that we're at. That you're well, and a lot of people. Of that idea. Right. Because a lot of people have been touched by addiction. A lot of people have known people that had um, really bad outcomes due to addiction or even lost loved ones due to it. So there is a lot of that that fear around it as well. And that trauma that it brings up for people if they've had a loved one who was addicted. Also, a lot of people do not understand the difference between tolerance and addiction. Ah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so yeah, we, yeah. we talk about, we educate people a lot about that. Like, Yes, you can build a tolerance to pain medication and need higher doses um, in order for it to actually be effective for you. But that's not that doesn't mean wow. that your your body can't function without it. Mm. Um, and with hospice patients, you know, not every single uh, person who's on hospice and dying has a painful condition or a painful disease. But a lot of them uh, do. And so we explain, like, as your disease progresses, I do expect that your pain will increase and we will have to increase your doses. And that's okay. Yeah. That's what we need to do for you. That, that doesn't mean that you're addicted um, to this medication. And deep inside, I'm thinking, and I don't care if you get addicted. Like, I want you to be comfortable and you take yeah, however sure. much you need. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's a, that's a factor. And then I've heard, I have not seen it myself. Maybe I did one time. But I have heard from other uh, people who work in hospice that sometimes you will be taking care of a patient who is in recovery from addiction oh. and they feel like they want to quote unquote die clean. And so they're very resistant to, to taking pain medications for that reason, which oh. I want to honor and respect that, but that makes me really sad. 
Um, yeah, I do that too. They're in that situation. I, yeah, that that's crazy. Like I would definitely, I would definitely like, like that's fucking, that's respectable. Like my recovery isn't isn't that uh, hard line, isn't that radical. Um, but I respect a person who did. Right. Yeah. So sometimes there are people who who don't want to take anything, and they have very, um, you know, deep internal reasons for that. Yeah. So so you want lots of, you want lots of uh, drugs. I do. Yeah. I'm I'm a very pro. I'm not I'm not pro big pharma, but I'm very pro pharmaceuticals when they're needed. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And clean pharmaceuticals are cool. I like them. Um, What's that yeah. mean? What do you mean, clean pharmaceuticals? Uh, okay, so like, like meds you get from an actual pharmacy. Yeah, like clean okay. MDMA or clean, like, uh, hell, even cocaine. Uh, Wait, where do you get these? Which pharmacy are you getting these at? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, they make pharmaceutical cocaine. It looks like you shake it up in a vial. It's like fucking like like turns to fucking like snow. It's, it's wild, but they do. They do. Oh. They make it. They make it. I, I mean, hell, they made it all the time when they put it in. They made it all, all the time when. But I mean, I don't think that they make it in America. I think that most of that right. they they probably still do actually. There's definitely some chemists who do. Anyway, we used to use a liquid form of cocaine in the ER for nosebleeds. Oh, great. Yeah. Great. That's good. That's fun. <laughs> I don't know if they still do, but that was, right, you know, Right where it needs to go, too. Right in the nose. Uh, I like yeah, that. Yeah, because it constricts the blood <laughs> vessels. So if somebody was, if somebody came in with a nosebleed, that wouldn't stop. Yeah. Go ahead. That. Hit that up. Um, Get your line of that right there, buddy. Yeah. I, I don't know. So, yeah. So for end of life, if I know I'm dying, I will absolutely be on hospice. Okay. And I will be asking for all the medications and using them liberally for myself yeah yeah um i would like to be at home if i can be which is where most people prefer to be when they're on hospice services yeah um not in like a nursing facility um oh right or assisted living yeah right and then when i actually and i don't know about music definitely not tv i can't stand having a tv on in the background like that gives me sensory oh i can't stand it um but yeah music of some sort and then when I'm actually dead, I prefer, uh, if I die where I live right now, we are lucky. We have a green cemetery or a natural, a natural cemetery um, close by. And I learned that you can actually be buried at the cemetery and have what's called a direct burial, where they bury your body. You are not embalmed. You can't be embalmed and be buried at the cemetery. Right. Um, you are buried in some kind of a... Uh, compostable substance. So either you could be buried in like a, a pine casket or a pine box, a cardboard box, which hang tight. I'm going to talk to you about the cardboard box. Most people, when they hear that, they go, ooh. Um, yeah, that sounds great. Cardboard box, or which I think is the coolest, is you could be buried in a shroud where you actually are just wrapped up in some kind of natural fabric like cotton or linen or silk. And your your body is placed in the ground in this shroud, no box. I think that's the coolest, but I think that that's the coolest. Yeah, that's absolutely rad. Yeah, that's great. That is, but you, it does look like the shape of your body. So I don't know how that would be for your loved ones. Like that could still be kind of sensitive. That for seems like it would be rad. Like drop I agree. some seeds I mean, on me. Like drop some seeds on me, and then come back here in like a couple of years and pick some like strawberries or something. Bury me face down so and all around my butt, grow mm-hmm. like strawberries and eat strawberries out of my butt while I'm DJ's dead. butt strawberries. Precious. Yeah, so this that's what I'm lucky enough that where I live now, we have that. And I've been very clear with my family, like, hey, if I die while we're here, bury me like that. And just that's beautiful. Directly in the ground. Now that's I want to talk about the, the cardboard box. So um you can be buried in a cardboard box, uh, and a lot of people kind of get like, ooh, that seems, I don't know, dumpy, garbagey. Um, but what I need people to understand is when you are cremated, 
you are cremated in a cardboard box. Like I know right. in the movies, we see this big, beautiful casket getting pushed into the crematorium. That happens occasionally, but most in most cases, they have cardboard boxes that are made for a corpse to sure. put inside. Um, and you are, if you're cremated, your corpse is put into this cardboard box and you're cremated that way. So it's it's actually not as uncommon as people think for your dead body to end up in a cardboard box one way or the other. Sure, it's totally biodegradable. We use mm -hmm. cardboard for our no-till beds. Uh, yep, we, we do love too. It. Yeah. We love it. Uh, we 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 use it to try to keep the weeds down, but it's just it's great. It's great. Mm -hmm. uh, that sounds great. Uh, when we come back, that's what we should talk about. The process. All the different ways. Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. That'll be our next episode, everybody. Uh, we'll yeah. talk about after your death. What do you want to happen to your body? There's lots of options. Yeah. Yeah. Now, 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 let me ask you something. Yes. What is there any, is there any, before we leave? Oh, number one, it's spooky season. Are you into, are you into horror movies? Do no, horror movies at all? no, I do not. I am a chicken. I cannot handle horror movies. Nope. Okay. Why? Right. Clearly you are. So why, why did you ask? No, it's a, uh, uh, we should watch some horror movies. What if we started a Patreon and I got you to watch some of my favorite horror movies? Not scary horror movies. Huh? We should think about it. <laughs> I don't know. What do you mean not scary, though? Aren't they all scary? They're all scary to me. No, Terrifier's no. not scary. Terrifier is just Terrifier is just a clown who saws people up and kills people. No, uh, I can't handle it. What about some like we gotta see. We got we gotta start a Patreon where we do something. We do something like that and get you get you out of your comfort zone. You get me out of mine. I'll dance. Go go. You watch horror movie. I might do that. Okay, hold on, <laughs> hold on. You you may have got me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's think about um, it. Let's think about it. I'll think about Let's it. Let's think you about know, it. Well, one of my favorite movies. Okay, so my. my no. Okay. This is too much for this episode. Uh, so I have a really hard time with horror movies. I have a really hard time with violence, a really uh, hard time with violence and gore. Uh, I do not like jump scares at all. Like that pisses me off. I'm not, no, but one of my favorite movies is aliens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I grew up, my dad loved that movie and my dad had a huge crush on Sigourney Weaver. And yeah. so um, he was always watching that movie. And that scene where with the airlock when she comes out in the power loader and she's like, yeah. get away from her, you bitch. Oh my God, yeah. that gives me goosebumps. I love that. But that's about as much as I can handle. I don't know. That's, even though the aliens 19... are like, clearly yeah. puppets. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll start you off on something light. We'll figure, we, we gotta figure something out. Oh God. Yeah. Okay, well, this is okay, a great we'll think about it. Yeah, we'll think about sure. it. So, yeah, thank you everyone for listening to the second episode of Life and Death and Dirt. I'm Rosie B. We've got DJ here. You can follow us on Instagram at life underscore death underscore dirt. That's pretty much the only place that we are. And um, if you have questions or comments, send them our way. The one question, yeah, sure. though, that I will never entertain. So don't even ask. Do not ask me the worst way to die. I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to respond to that. We're not going to talk about that. You can find that on YouTube, but also I suggest if you're asking that question, maybe do some mushrooms or something and figure out why you want to know about that. Cause no, or, 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 or you could go on YouTube and watch Mr. Ballin and just, just go ahead, type in Mr. Ballin, worst ways to die. No, I promise you. No, no, do not do that. That sounds horrible. And that just made me have a pit in my it's stomach. So bad. No, I don't know. We're moving on. We're not doing that. So don't ask me that question and don't tell me anything about any of that stuff. I'm going to talk to you about better ways to die, good ways to good die. Good ways to die. Yeah. Um. So, last thing before we go, DJ. Uh, yeah. What is one thing that fills you with dread and one thing that fills you with joy? This is our game, Dread and Joy. Okay. One thing that fills me with dread is knowing that we're about to uh, enter back into a political status quo uh, 
and uh, it scares the fuck out of me. Uh, because... Oh, I was I was thinking a little more frivolous things. Oh. You're talking about sorry. real fears. I'm sorry. Oh, you mean like spiders or something? Here, let me tell oh. I'll tell you mine so you have an idea of what I had in mind. Okay. That's my fault okay. for not being fair with you. Okay. Something okay. that fills me with dread <laughs> is when you're camping and you wake up in the morning and that, that moment when you first realize, oh, I'm in a tent and I'm on the ground and everything is moist and you start hearing other people's zippers you start uh -huh. hearing like the zippers of the tents around you like zzz, uh -huh. zzz, that sound i can't it's like make ugh, it's giving me chills just talking about it. that fills me with dread i don't know why but the sound of tent zippers in the morning you feel because you always wake up you feel you always wake up weird. Of having to get yeah yeah and you, yeah you feel responsible to get up you know people are going to start talking so you're not going to have to lay back down you're not gonna be able to yes. lay back there, yes, dude. You'd hate me camping. Why? You would hate me camping. Yeah, you get up and ready to go, aren't you? Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand it. Oh my God, the sound of tent zippers in the morning uh, is my dread, and then my joy is listening to animals eating. I love ah. like the sound of animals crunching on things, oh, or um, like our chickens when they peck at the plants around them, and it just makes that little like noise it cracks me up also one time when i was uh, a teenager my friends and i got really high and we were feeding tortilla chips to some ducks and it was the funniest sound i've ever heard in my life and i still remember that so that's what i meant by um dread and joy dj has frozen and i'm afraid that my internet is about to go out again so dj will have to fill us in on his dread and joy at next week's episode thank you everyone for joining and uh we'll see you uh, next week have a good one. Bye.